The Neo Reality Entertainment brand expands with a relaunch of the Neo Reality Collective Pop Culture News Talk. Your host, Eric Brown, gives his insights and thoughts in the ever-expanding news world of comic books, professional wrestling, gaming, TV, and movies. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa. Welcome everyone to Neo Reality Collective. I'm your host Eric Brown and we're back with some reviews and especially we're back with Immortal X-Men. Because we could be immortals and whatnot. Uh, yeah, if you're wondering where I've been these last few weeks, I've been doing wrestling and I've been doing my podcast on wrestling stuff. So, um, yeah, I've been busy. Uh, sorry about that. I was hoping to do another episode, but I'm currently on delayed on that. But I wanted to get back to Immortal X-Men because it's my favorite comic book series currently going on in the Marvel's in the Marvel side of stuff. Especially when you have to have remember Amazing Spider-Man is reading written by Zeb Wells and you're trying to scream into the void wondering why you're so obsessed in making Parker absolutely miserable. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Immortal X-Men. When we last left off, uh, it, this was in the event of Judgment Day and uh, Exodus was battling Eternals, the Hexes specifically, and then Judgment Day continued, and we're not talking about the Judgment Day event, we might get back to it, but right now I wanted to go back on Immortal X-Men and talk about that stuff, but uh, yeah, this is another tie-in event to the Immortal X-Men series, but to the Judgment Day event, but um, it is actually, it is actually uh, <clears throat> focusing on Sebastian Shaw this time around, and well, it's Sebastian Shaw and the Quiet Council, and all the insanity that's coming out from that. So, yeah. It's looking pretty bad considering they just pissed off God. The progenitor. Uh, uh, Mark Brooks's continued beautiful artwork for cover art has been great. Lucas Rennick is great. Kieran Gillian in this run has been great. Uh, we're finally tackling back into Immortal X-Men, so let's dig into Immortal X-Men Issue 6, The Devil's Party, Hellfire is an Eternal Flame, and see what the hell is going on as they deal with the fact that there's a progenitor running around. Meanwhile, on Krakoa, Creed, sister colleague, I've got some hot gossip positively scorching. Ah, uh, yeah, because the island's currently on fire, so uh, Sinister is clearly having a comedian effect. Sinister, where are you? I was kidnapped by some Eternals and helped make a, a big old Celestial. Uh, we hoped it would go better. Are you coming back? There's a break in the Eternals to attack that we're still under Psychic Siege. This could be your hour. Absolutely not. Meanwhile, as Sinister walks through the Arctic, as the progenitor just continues to have his thumb in the middle... That awful plagiarist, Dr. Stasis, has made you all suspicious. I have to prove myself. You told me we should be on the same side? This is me trying, and a certain opportunity has presented itself. The Celestial we assemble is doing the whole judging us thing. Depending on the balance of passes and fails, the whole world passes or fails. Now earlier, I saw it give a thumbs down to that Captain America chap. 
I don't think this plan is going to cut the mustard if we play along. However, it turns out it has an off button. The Avengers don't want to press it because there is a risk of causing a little collateral damage. Something about Iceland. The Eternals don't want to be the press it as it will be killing their god. However, I think the mutants would press it if a certain person in the know made them think the risk were only marginal and timed the boat correctly. As Destiny watches the flames of Krakoa go up, she turns and screams out, Raven, quickly, we have work to do. Irene Adler's notes on the progenitor's vote. Chance of celestial explosion, 50%. Hmm. So, chances of voting, yes. Uh, so we get another data page going on. So, yeah, basically it comes down to if Xavier is removed from the equation, they get a guaranteed pass. But if they keep having... But if they go ahead and say the odds of explosion are revealed, they'll be rejected. And if the odds of explosion are minimalized, plus Xavier's absence, it will either reach a stalemate or a pass. And currently Storm, Sister, and Xavier will be absent in this situation. So they got to remove Xavier from the procedures in order to get this, get this thing. So... Yeah, and she also makes note that uh, Xavier's absence is key, Exodus cares little, but it seems he is unlikely to vote against Hope, so Hope will be the key on controlling him. Uh, Ra that, uh, Raven is less likely to vote for the plan if it's less likely to kill humans, makes me even me pause. I love her, however, if the vote is set to pass, Emma will likely abstain rather than vote against. Clever and manipulative. I'm surprised Colossus is most likely to, vote for the to not vote for the plan. Perhaps some attachment to his mother Russia. It has cities in the possible blast zone. Once again, her dual duties can be used. Storms' dual duties can be used to our advantage. So the carefully timed vote is made. The carefully timed attack. The destruction of a god, and everything is destroyed. Only to reveal, um, yeah, the god's time to reveal. That it was all an illusion. It was all a test. The test mostly failed. Raven turns again and realize. Uh, <laughs> Destiny turns again and realizes you're not her. You're it. And the progenitor has taken on the form of Mystique. Oh dear. I try to protect my people. Better an island burns in the whole world and better their island than ours. I reject your judgment. I I judge you. Not for that. I judge you for lying about your gift to achieve it. I judge you for your fear of losing her. There is no destiny, you say. With your every fearful action, you've shown otherwise. You think yourself better than this. With your actions, you show you are not. Let us hope your peers have greater morale fortitude. Or your wish will be true. This island will burn. And the whole world with it. So, Destiny, how is that vote procedure? You failed? Got it, we're screwed. And then we get another quote to open up the issue more perfectly. In the damned, there will be the most perfect hate. They will all wish all the good were damned. Because we're edgy. Hellfire is the Eternal Flame, Part 6, The Devil's Party. Krakoa is under siege from the Eternals, who have taken the recent revelation of mutant resurrection as a sign of excess deviation that must be corrected. A faction of the Eternals have paired with the Avengers, and they kidnap Mr. Sinister and turn the Avengers headquarters, the deceased body of a Celestial, into a living god, the Progenitor. 
but the newly awakened progenitors declare that everyone on Earth will be judged. If found wanting, all will perish. So, good plan. So, uh, we open back on the Quiet Council having all their meetings now that everyone's back in the proceedings, besides Sinister, he's still in the Arctic, as we get narration from Sebastian Shaw. The stink of embezzlement fills the Quiet Council as if it's the end of the quarter. The financials are run, someone's going to get the chop. In this case, maybe the whole bloody planet. So, that could have gone better. All eyes turn to Emma. She come a long way. It's quite boggling, from shaking on a podium to steely hands on the rudder of an empire. Deeply annoying, of course. Quite, it seems we are forced to play the Celestial's game. We will all be judged in many ways by what we plan to do together, what we do as groups, and individually in tests. And when you are judged, it seems it may appear to you either as itself or something else. Wait, uh, as Kitty Pride brings up, wait, uh, that sounds like experience. What happened? Yes, thumbs down for yours truly, I'm afraid. Why? You didn't vote for the attack. Oh, catch up, Colossus. As she abstained to have deniability, yes, she couldn't claim credit and she couldn't get the blame. Playing both sides, making a careful bet. Smart. Seems that the twit with the big thumb doesn't like smart. So, who did it appear as? As we learned that Emma Frost was being judged by the children. And here's the thing about Lucas's Renick's art in this part. So when we see Emma Frost dying, Emma Frost in tears and cradling her head in her hands, I keep thinking that they bar. I, I'm not sure if this is accurate, but it just looked like to me they, they that they um, took a little bit of Phil Jimenez's style with the ex, with the extra details to Emma Frost's face for this panel. It just made me think Phil Jimenez when I fought that when I saw this from a previous scene from New X-Men days. I don't know why. So Emma Frost doesn't answer. She just says, oh, no one person in particular. Just enough to make me feel terribly judged. Has anyone else had a visitor or a test? I did. Passed. I'm not even sure what I did. Healthy eatings and early nights? I'll bet. It just looked like a creepy celestial for me. Kate Pride it passes the Quiet Council test. So Xavier goes ahead and dishes his anger. At this present moment, if I had a test, I am unsure I would notice. I am wrestling with angels in the psychic plane, and if I flinch, there will be terrible dev devastation. If that's not a test, what is? However, my test to all of you is, if I die again, I appreciate if this council did not bloody the hands of Krakoa any further in my absence. As Sebastian Shaw gives his narration. Oh, he's sulking. No one rises to his bait. A man involved in a marathon bout of psychic bare knuckle boxing gets the privilege to be a little passive aggressive, it seems. Anyways, everyone's beloved Kurt, aka Nightcrawler, is giving his comments. Nothing for me yet, not yet. For a god like that to judge people is uncomfortable. Wrong. I do not like it. Who would? It has not come for me yet either, unless it did without my knowing. That's possible. With its power, anything is possible. Storm commented. And Exodus gives his op opinion. I have received no test, and I, like all this, as much as Kurt, it is a false idol that would be better off melted down. Oh, and Mystique points out the flippin' obvious. Yes, we tried that, and here we are. 
I failed, and if you ask for details, I'll cut the tongue that I was foolish enough to ask. What about you, my love? And Destiny has to lie through her teeth. I was visited after the disaster. Emma is correct. It can appear as anyone something you could feel judged by. It appeared as my mother. She was disappointed by me. Ah, uh, because if she told Mystique the truth, this would end badly. For lying about the chances of it going wrong? No, absolutely not. Chances are chances. The dice are the dice. There is no destiny, but judgment from the, they who, who censures we fear that we may most may await us all. As Sebastian remembers his past. Daddy, 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 I made it, Sebastian, shush. I'm working on trying to rebuild our fortunes. Don't distract me. I'm a businessman and I am a busy man, but a bot is a weakling's proposition, Sebastian. No sentence needs it. Be a man. Be a man. Yeah. Say what you mean without preamble. If you are to disturb me, think. Why should we, you, take priority over my work? Because he's your son? No, that is not good enough. I must be a jackass because I am a busy man. Do you have a partly sum like, say, a million dollars to your name? No, Daddy. Then when I'm at my desk, you are very much beneath my concerns, boy. Come back when you have something to offer me. As Sebastian saw, his youngin' days ended in tears. Ah, the days of fathers being so busy with their work they have to be jackasses about it. I'll never know what that was like. When you've made something of yourself. Hello, Daddy. Here you go. As years pass later, as older Sebastian Shaw visits his father's grave. And he presents a suitcase of money. One million, my first, has requested. Don't worry, I could spare it. I'll make another, and another, and another. As he dumps the million dollars into the gravesite and gives a cryptic, gives a haunting speech. You know, once upon a time, the medieval church used to let people pay off sins for the dead, spend money to spare the progenital whip of souls who had gone to the hereafter. Consider this the opposite. If there's a god listening, this first million is a memory of my daddy to keep the hellfire burning nice and hot. Damn! Enough lily-levered soul-searching. We need a plan and a firm one. If we hours to live, let's spend them doing something. I must return to Arako. That Uranus monster left machines that destroy there that need to be destroyed. Legion saved a lot of Araki but there's still much to be done. And I will echo Charles's words. If this council acts in any way about my presence, there will be consequences. Understood. Much of our forces are tied up with defending the island. The Eternals seem to think that finishing us off will be proving their worth. There is another ray of hope, however. Another faction of Eternals have reached out with some plan to save the world while playing by the Celestial's rules. They think they can soothe the anger caused by our little immortality secret. They want to talk. Hmm. An opportunity. I'll handle it. We'll do it at the club in New York. Near enough to be enough the big protesters that I can crack a few dollared heads if I get bored. And before anyone objects, you're all needed here. Settle and Leonard and the angel boy with me to make sure I am playing fair. You may not all trust me, but you can trust me to make a good deal. Very well, Sebastian. Silence. Everyone looks to Storm and Emma. Emma and Storm share a glance. Storm shrugs. Emma chews it over. So I was saying, annoying. Very well, Sebastian. Give it your best shot to work. We have hours to justify ourselves and remember. 
tiptoe carefully, watch out for tests. They may be incredibly subtle and easily missed if we are... Are... And a demon arises to explode the Kai Council Room. Bennett, help! Carrington! It was a mortal sin when I gave my life to help you back in the 12th century. I'm in hell! If you can take my place, I can go free! Oh, for God's sakes. Really? He's buying it? I love you, but my work remains. This mutant church is still in its cradle. I cannot sacrifice myself for one, even one such as you. Oh good, a moment of sense. Your choice is made to hell. No, never! You will not have him, demon! I will tear him from your hell! Ah, a moment is all one could hope for. Eyebrows are singed as the fireball hits. The Quiet Council scatters. I calculate the percentages. The ordeal could kill Exodus, which is a small thing now with Hope and her merry company, but to risk losing one of our biggest biggest guns in some hell? Absolutely not. But for God's sake, I'll save the fool. As he rushes, as he walks closer to the fire, and his outfit burns and he's left naked. And failing that, someone saved my jacket. The hellfire roars. No illusion. It is consuming even Exodus. But I am Sebastian Shaw! And the hellfire only makes me stronger. And he knocks out our Exodus. So, now that lands badly for him. The beast fades away. The test over. A raised thumb. It seems Exodus has passed. I would not have thought of you to come to my aid. You are not a mutant of faith. You are, I dare say, the opposite. True. But I am a man who knows a lot about making mistakes. My passions have gotten the better of me more than once. More than once in a night even. This border gets under our skin, yes? Let's try not to make it too easy for it. Shaw, you're needed. Leyland, I'll keep... I'll be there. Keep them busy. I need to get dressed. Yes, it's the end of the world, but I'll be damned if I'm turning up into a business meeting like this. Scorch cufflinks and... Ping! Huh? huh? Got to go, Leyland. I've already lost Sage, and I've got agents with similar skills looking for opportunities in here. An Orcus shell account looking for investments to produce a new generation of anti-mutant weapons. People always asking me if I regret investing in Sentinels. Of course I do. If I got in earlier, I could have made a few more points. Buy everything we can. A globe behind me. Yes, I know. I'm not an idiot. Of course it was a test. Sebastian saw. With all the good I've, with all I've done, what God would ever pass me. If we survive today, it will be because the good find a way. If the good cannot save us, it doesn't matter what I do one jot. Do you think I have any interest in your sanctimony? Well, father, good to see. And it's revealed that the person who has come to judge him is Emma Frost. You are judged. And Emma Frost has given him the thumbs down. Much to Shaw's anger, because let's be real, I think he doesn't want to admit he respects Frost. He even says it. Frost? You think I respect Frost? The I do it for the children. Hogwash! You're like me and always have been. You do it for the money. You do it for the power. You do it because you know you're better than people. And you, you don't get to judge me, little god. You and the god proceeds to leave much to his anger and rage. Come back and listen! 
I gave my fealty to hell a long time ago. When my time comes to burn, I will do so with a smile on my face, with a comic in my hand and a fat roll in my pocket. Do you hear me? I will burn! And I care not one thing for your judgment! So... handle that well. So meanwhile, at the Hellfire Club in New York, as people are rioting in the streets, Okay, this is how I see it. I want us all to survive to have breakfast tomorrow, and we can do this better by being better. Let's try that. But I'm surprised to be speaking to you. With your reputation, I suspected you'd be spending your remaining hours in more carnal activities than a business deal. Oh, you don't know me at all, Mr. Euros. Oh, there are many things I find agreeable, and striking a good deal ranks among dallying in the flesh pits I've so carefully cultivated. Well, if you enjoy it that much, we'll have to make a deal that leaves your knees weak. The immortality secret is what started all this. We will have to work out something you can give up there. I immediately think of the profit I can make on the side with whatever compromise we settle on. But then I think of Frost's eyes cracked with cosmic fire, and that upturned nose, and that downturned thumb, and Krakoa isn't going to strike a deal that would leave a lot of men like yours truly better off. Whatever happens, it should help the children. I like the way you think. We can work on this. I'll send some suggestions and... I must drink up. I have a lot of meetings today, you understand? Of course. I do too. If it was a longer day, I'd consider what on earth possessed me. I suspect mind control, but it seemed to be my own volition. My old white queen is very good, but not that good. She got to me another way, and I will not... I like it not one jot. So maybe she is very good. Exactly as bad as my old black queen was. Selene animated the external gate into a monstrosity, a lot mystic punch for a girl in corset that I was interested, investigated, discovered something, and here we are. Information. Eh, Sebastian Shaw has a heart with a, with a pentagram star set up to summon the devil, essentially. Information is power, and power is money, and money is information. It is a virtuous, virtuous cycle. Virtuous circle. We're not strictly speaking virtuous, we're, but we're not schoolgirls or nuns in the Hellfire Club, even if we dress occasionally like them. To cut a long story short, it seems Selene has been making deals with a new player. And if you're the sort of who makes deals, I'm interested in meeting you. As he crushes the heart and pours the blood into the pentagram, and releasing a new force. Oh, hello, pretty. I wasn't expecting this number to be used again. What was Selene being all bullet-headed? Though maybe I'm surprised to see you. A man of coins and me in a pentagram? They are one and the same, symbolically. Perhaps the surprise is that you're interested in talk taking deals with the apocalypse ticking and all that monarchy. I thought a man with your reputation would have had his head buried in some books and girls' cleavage, hmm? Oh, the world may end today. If it ends, all investments turn bad. One has to plan assuming we're going to live. If I live, I'm immortal, and immortality requires funds of a similar magnitude. A mere billion is a pocket change from the scale we have to think of. I plan on sipping the brandies, and that would cost entire plants from now until the end of time. So, what the hell should I call you? Oh, sweet little man, call me whatever you like as you call me often. But most, but most call me Mother Righteous, hmm? And this Sebastian saw someone who's interested in a deal? I'm a businessman, woman. 
one. What do you think? So ends issue six of them. So we will focus on Nightcrawler for the third and final tie-in issue for the Judgment Day event. So yeah, that was Immortal X-Men issue six, a fun little ride to exploring the character of Sebastian Shaw, and we even get continuity focus on the previous plot points that happened in the early two issues of Immortal X-Men, revealing that Selene had made a deal with Mother Righteous to do that big display of godly power. So I'm pretty sure someone's gonna be pissed off at the end of this when they figure it out. But uh, yeah, we'll see where that goes. I'm curious as to know how that's good when it's gonna be revealed Mother Righteous did this. It might take a while, it might take a long while, but we'll see where that goes. I'm loving Immortal X-Men, these uh, perspectives of the characters and their agendas and politickings. This is one of my favorite series of, of the X-Men currently going in the post-Hickman era because Immortal X-Men to me is a very politically charged, very heavy Krakoan politic thr thriller. They compared it to Succession, but you know, with mutants and godly powers. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But if I was to really make a guess, it's a mix of Succession and Game of Thrones politicking because you have the morally good like Nightcrawler, the morally corrupted like Sebastian Shaw and S Sinister, with those who are a mix of saints and other divine characters. And the huge dense continuity history of all these characters coming together to be the Quiet Council and some having just been revived, so to speak, in uh, Destiny's case, that's saying a lot about these uh, characters and how you how you connect with them. I love this issue. It's fun. The artwork is beautiful. The colorist, David Carell, is great. Uh, and the writing is just so good. But we'll see you all again for the next chapter. Stay tuned for this outro and last break. And we'll see you all again next time. Take care. Have a good evening. And be sure to take care of yourselves and each other. This was your host, Eric Brown of Neo Reality Collective. See you all again next time. Peace. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.